What's this other movie you watched? Okay, this is great because I feel like this we don't get to do this enough, which is just unambiguously recommend a movie. Yeah. Especially ones that I previous I like just heard of and people probably haven't seen. So I just saw The Wrong Guy. Came out in nineteen ninety seven. I've never seen this. Starring movie. Dave Foley. Ooh. Dave Foley is great. What was the show that he was in? Show me a picture of him. He was in Kids in the Hall. That's the one. Oh, cool. Oh, yeah. Totally. Yeah. Um, he's very funny. The movie is... It's clearly a kind of a B-movie production. Yeah. But it's so funny. It's... <laughs> he just plays this really stupid guy. Okay. Who essentially... So he... he He's he, the movie opens with him kind of going into the office and being all happy about how the day is going to go because yeah. he thinks he's going to be named the new head of the company cool. because he's married to the boss's daughter. Oh, nice! And he gets in this meeting, and this other guy who very obviously was always going to be named <laughs> is named the head of the company. Okay, and he's all mad, and uh, <laughs> it's the the guy base. He's like, and I married your daughter. And it's like, so like the other guy married the the CEO's other daughter. <laughs> <laughs> then the CEO says that the other guy married his favorite daughter. Oh, funny. So Dave Foley is like, what kind of man has a favorite daughter? And if you do have a favorite, then you should label them favorite and not favorite. <laughs> and then he essentially threatens the CEO. And then when he goes up to his office later, someone has stabbed the CEO. Okay in the back of the head and he, he like freaks out pulls the knife out gets blood all over himself flees the building uh, like very uh, like he does everything wrong that you could possibly yeah. do yep but then he doesn't know that the whole thing was on tape and everybody knows that he didn't do it oh funny. so he's running from the law yeah who isn't chasing him yep and it's just an incredible movie the cops are like comically lazy. Awesome. <laughs> There's one scene where the detective in charge is just like looking at a picture of the villain. It's like, ah, how are we going to get him? Well, I give up. <laughs> like he gives up super easy. He does. He does. He wants the feds to take the case. Just like it's clearly made by people who have seen a lot of movies. Yeah. And are parodying them in just the best way ever. Um, this sounds good. One of the other... The only other joke that I'm going to just read from online is he gets in a car with like, he, he hitchhikes with a guy, a yeah. really creepy guy. And this guy says, you know how many assassins it took to kill JFK? He guesses one. And the creepy guy says, nope, there were no gunmen at all. His head just did that. I call it the no bullet theory. <laughs> uh, <laughs> that's just such a good joke. <laughs> um, and... I just want more people to watch this movie. Um, I couldn't really find you it. Might any- sold it to me on that joke alone. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the oh, also one of my other favorite jokes is that the detective. Yeah. When he sees the footage of the real killer. Yeah. You know, killing and then hiding behind, hiding and then pulling himself out of an air duct. Okay. He's just like, oh, you see that? He pulls himself out of an air duct. I mean, how much exercise would he have had to do to do that? <laughs> I think we should just give up. <laughs> Like he's just so impressed with this guy's physical fitness at doing a pull-up, oh. pretty much. 
So yeah, I couldn't really find it streaming anywhere legitimately, but yeah. someone put it on YouTube. Oh, cool. In full, and it's been there for like eight years, and no one's bothered to take it down. Yeah. <laughs> so anyway. So you're probably safe. I think you could just go look it up. I'm going to have to go look it up so, on yeah, YouTube. So yeah, The now. Wrong Guy. The 19, Wrong Guy. 1997. Cool. Starring Dave Foley. Watch it. So much. 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 Hey, do you uh, watch the Academy Awards? I didn't watch the Academy. Same. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not gonna. I don't have any interest in the actual award show part of it. Same. I think that celebrities going up and trying to be funny is super embarrassing. Yeah. I I would go even one further than that, which is just... And we maybe have talked about this before. I've kind of just... I just don't even care who wins, really, anymore. Yeah. Like, I, I care that people... That there are people out there who do care, and that yeah. that's what those people are going to focus on. So I wish that it was good. Yep. But I've just come to accept that it's not good. It's never going to be good. They're not going to pick good movies. It's it's an interesting point to get to, yeah. Because there are other people I know that are are getting into the Oscars, or even like some of our friends are really into it now, yeah. And they probably weren't five years ago when we were into it, yeah. And that's not a thing to say. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not saying like we were cool before, it was <laughs> yeah. Cool. But I think everyone who watches the Oscars in you know the last however many years, you go through the cycle where. You start off excited for your favorite movies to win. Yeah. You see, you start to get cynical. You Then you get mad about your f- favorite ones not winning. Yeah. And then you start realizing that it's all rigged. Not well, even rigged, but it's all <laughs> yeah. like... It's, not a, gonna... it's a promotional event. Yeah. And the fact that a movie wins the Oscar does not mean it was the best movie of the year. It's yeah. just what the majority of Oscar voters thought was worthy of winning best picture and not even the majority now because there's ranked choice voting yeah <laughs> it's what the most people ranked first through third after yeah. none none of them got 50 percent of the votes yeah and it, yeah it's like a weird version of ranked choice voting like a specific like thing that is trying to find a consensus that isn't there yeah. you know yeah well and the 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 cycle that i think i went through was Seeing some movies that might win awards, you know, and kind of rooting for them. Seeing some stuff that at least gets talked about during yeah. award season. And and liking them and being excited about that. And then kind of reaching the point of, oh, it's kind of weird to want a movie to win when it's the only one that you've seen, you know, that's nominated. So you yeah. try to see a lot of them. Yeah, and we did that yeah. with I had some a lot of, of years. Well, I had a lot of years where I watched all of the movies that were nominated, Yeah, you know? Yep. And then, and it was not like I just like decided like ah I'm too cool for this or whatever. I just didn't care the last like couple of years. Well, and especially since there were they haven't been especially like exciting years for movies. Some of them, yeah, at least even, not for the top. Even end. this year, there are only maybe two movies that I were was like really excited about being up for Best Picture. Yeah, and the rest of them I was either ambivalent about, hadn't seen, or was baffled by the fact that they were even in. Yeah. And I and I need to find a new place to hear about movies or something because I know there's so many movies that came out during the year that are good that yeah. I think I would like yep. that I just didn't catch. 
for sure. You know, like I'd hear, I'd see, I saw like a after the Oscars thing where they were kind of talking about ones that they wish would have, like movies that they liked from the year. I'm like, oh man, like I didn't even hear about half of these. Yeah. Like, well, I know so. Lauren was really mad that Beale Street, if Beale Street could talk, wasn't mm. up for Best Picture. Mm-hmm. And that is kind of surprising, yeah. especially compared to, not to like just say, two black movies, but yeah black panther was not worthy of being up for best picture (laughs) yeah it's a marvel studio film it's not the best it wasn't even like the best marvel movie that came out (laughs) (laughs) yeah i think well and they they talked about you know having like some sort of the popular category yeah i just so backwards i think it's kind of a dumb idea yeah in terms of that it's not really what the awards are for right but if the studios are going to insist that these kinds of movies win awards, yep. then how else are you going to get them out of the main category yeah, other than making true. some sort of people's choice award? It's true. You know? It's just silly. I mean, so... You can't win either yeah, you way. You can't really win. Well, that's, and that's... Did you, you come see into... the thing about Steven Spielberg today? What? Or yesterday? Steven Spielberg basically... He's part of the... He's not even just in the Academy. He's part of like the the governor's board or whatever that decides the rules and stuff yes and he's going to the governor's board and asking them to essentially count netflix movies as emmy movies and not oscar movies oh wow because yeah he thinks that movies that 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 netflix can spend way more money on marketing and all this stuff sure and that allows them to have a edge over other people at the oscars but it's like Roma was in theaters. Yeah. <laughs> Buster Scruggs was in theaters. Yeah. These movies, they have to follow the Academy rules same as everybody else, and they do. Well, and like, I feel like at that point, Netflix would just put it in theaters and then just put it on Netflix like two weeks later. Right? Yeah. Like, wouldn't that be fine? Well, that's the that's what he's mad about, oh, is yeah. basically... Because people can watch it at home. Kind of. They I don't mean, have to pay $10 to see just one movie. Well, and the trick is that Netflix doesn't do stuff the same way the other distributors do Mm. they take all the ticket profits Hmm. they just rent it out to the theater for a week or two weeks for like a set rate yeah they just say all right we'll have the movie here we take all the ticket prices it'll get people in your theater oh weird and then and then it's out yeah they don't do it the same way other people do which that's its own thing that i do not care about but to say that it's just the most old man move ever well, and I for think, Spielberg to try and be yeah. like, I did it this way, yeah. you can't do it this well, way. Well, I think that and the Black Panther thing both show the cracks in the Academy Awards like multi-mission yeah. situation right. where it is essentially a promotional event to try to get more people to go to these movies in the theater. Yep. So like... If, yeah, if Buster Scruggs or Roma is out of the theater by the time the Academy Awards come around, yep. it's pointless to award give them awards. It's promotional for Netflix. Basically. Yeah, they, the the rest of the but industry doesn't just, get anything. But most of these other movies aren't in theaters during the awards season either. The only reason they are is because they want Oscar buzz. Like, yeah. think of when you know a movie comes out in March and it's up for awards. Yeah. It's Those, the exact same thing. Yeah. It's just making movie for the studios. So if one studio is mad at another studio isn't playing by the rules, it's a stupid argument. Yeah, but I think it 
I mean, ultimately, the whole thing is run by the studios, right? right. Like that governor's board or whatever. Who do you think's in it? It's people who run studios, yeah, right? Yeah, <laughs> or absolutely. like, I mean, yeah, it's legacy, all stupid. Or like people like Spielberg who are like legacy. I mean, he owns DreamWorks. Yeah. So like, you know, it's, it's just dumb. It's just maddening. But that- I think it. But I think that's why it shows why it's almost pointless to get mad about the specifics of which movie won, yeah. which movies didn't get nominated, because the whole thing is. It, the problems are with the system of the Academy Awards yeah. and trying to have a awards show that's that compromised right, totally. of what of how it awards things at all. You almost have to pick like a magazine or, you know, like some other board that yeah. awards one every year. And I have no idea what how the Independent Spirit Awards work. Right, something like, like that. Something but like they that. probably have a more consistent track record than a lot of these other places, or even like Con, like yeah, or some place like that where that's they'll at least pick something interesting. It won't yeah. always be good, but it'll at least be better than you know like Green Book or whatever. Mm-hmm. Which I want to talk about Green Book just a little bit. Sure. Did you see Green Book? Nope. Okay, I did see Green Book mm-hmm. and. Boy, people were really mad about it. Yeah. It is an extremely serviceable film. <laughs> yeah. Like, well, and it, here's... So, I yeah. watched it, and I wasn't mad about it. Sure. But, you know, it's a little silly that it was up for Best Picture and won Best Picture. <laughs> yeah. And that Vigo and Marshall Ali were both up for Best Actor and Supporting Actor, and yep. that Marshall Ali won. Like, yep. it's fine. Yeah. But it's kind of a perfect movie in that it is so nakedly obviously ticking all of the mm-hmm. boxes that it would take to win an Academy Award for mm-hmm. Best Picture. And so that's another thing where just shows exactly what the Academy's looking for. Mm-hmm. It's, I hate to say it, like a perfect movie for the age, the era of Trump. Yeah, where, just to make it really like, feel better. The Republican Party and Trump are just like so nakedly obviously like, like there's no show anymore of it. Mm-hmm. There's They just can say... Yeah, we don't. You know, we just want to shut down immigration. We all want to do whatever else. Sorry to get political. No, here, yeah, but in the same thing where there's no, they're not couching it in any sort of language. They're just openly saying like we don't want people from other countries here or something like that. And in the same way, Green Book is doing the what we tick the boxes for you. What more do you want? There's no there's no pageantry to it anymore. Okay. There's no couching of like it's just very nakedly. We did it for we did it. That's how it is. Here's who we are. It's, yeah. It's as you've said before, showing your ass. I th- yeah. I think it's even more than that. So if you're looking at who the target audience is, namely Academy Award voters, yeah. and who they are, yep. It's people who are they're fine either way because yep. they're rich and they you know live in yeah. Los Angeles or whatever, right? Uh, it's like politically. I mean, like no matter who's the president, they're fine. They just want to feel good about what's going on. Yep, yep. Uh, and I, again, I didn't see Green Book, but from what I understand, it's it was a, a little bit of a feel good. Yeah, it was. Like, I was enjoying myself watching the movie. Yeah, and then afterward, I you know it's pretty much the guy, the guy's son in, the, who, in real life. His son is the one who wrote the script. Okay, so the guy that Viggo Mortensen yeah. plays, his son in real life is the one who wrote the script yeah. and who basically has just been like a leech in Hollywood for years and finally sure. struck it big sure. by getting the guy, one of the two guys who directed Dumb and Dumber to <laughs> yeah. direct this movie for yeah, One of the Fairly Brothers. It's wild. But yeah, but I think it it shows what they want out of movies, which is to feel good about themselves, to yeah. feel like, to heart, that's why they kind of prefer, you know, how politics were eight years ago 
which is when most of the problems were still around, but they didn't have to think about them. Yeah, yeah, honestly. <laughs> you know, and I, that's where I can definitely see people being, and, and I think this is a situation where it's good to look at it as not just being that people are mad about this one movie winning. No. I think they're mad that just that this kind of thing happens all the time. Oh, totally. And that movies that go the other way with these kinds of issues get ignored all the time. Yeah, for Regularly. Sure. Um, and I think even, like, Spike Lee being mad. Oh, yeah. It makes sense. Because, you know, I mean, like, The Right Thing came out, like, 20 years ago. Right. Um, and it was much more confrontational. Uh-huh. And, of course, the people who vote for these kinds of things don't want things that make them... Yeah, you feel and he lost anxiety, a, and he lost a driving Miss Daisy. And... Yeah, so um, I think yeah, people when they look at like the reaction, yeah, they get very focused on oh, well, what's your problem with this movie or trying to defend this one movie? Yeah, and that's not really, I don't think, what people are right just upset about. Because the other thing about Green Book mm-hmm. is that it's well made. Like people forget that Best Picture is technically. Uh, the best production, like the producers' award. Yeah, like and it was produced very well. Yeah, like I was shocked at how good, you know. And I shouldn't be that shocked because you know Peter Farrelly, he was making he's been making movies for twenty some years. He can mm-hmm. do a, you know, action reaction shot. You know sure. what I mean? Like he can, and they build tension and they like call back things and. It is a well-done production. Like, did they remake the time period pretty well? Yeah, they did. That's the kind of things that people vote on, because they're filmmakers. Right. They're not political commentators. Yes. And so, that's the kind of the trick, uh-huh. is that some of these things, are. it's important to, for example, have representation in Hollywood. Yeah. It's important to have, you know, to like discuss important issues. Mm-hmm. And yeah, they want to dis- they want to promote their personal issues and their brand of what yes. they think about issues but ultimately all of those things come second to does this movie reflect well on us or not yeah and this one did in their case and you know the the backlash obviously is big well and and that's where another good place for criticism would be that basically they think that it does reflect well on them right when it basically didn't yeah <laughs> it made them look pretty out of touch yeah, and, exactly. And we were one of the things we were going to talk about that you mentioned before was when movies or actors or whatever when things win and it kind of hurts their legacy. Yeah, so if somebody if something wins and doesn't seem right off the bat that it deserves to win or retrospectively years later. Yes, it always makes whatever didn't win seem even better than if it had won. Mm-hmm. That's a really complicated. Let no, me yeah. give an example. Yep. The easiest one to go to is Crash. Yep. Everybody, that is going to forever be the one that, that everyone says, what the heck happened yep. here? Because essentially the universal consensus was Brokeback Mountain was, was the best picture of the year. Yeah. And Crash was a sort of cloying, mm-hmm. really ridiculous movie. Like that, a soap opera movie. That essentially treated uh racism in the most heavy-handed way possible Mm -hmm. and it does it's it's it is not a subtle movie yeah and it is pretty dumb (laughs) i haven't even seen it since like 2005 it's can you imagine who would be talking about crash now no no one if it hadn't won best picture everyone would forget about it yep but now instead we're talking about how it sucks yeah everybody talks about how it sucks every year like clockwork yep 
And so it's like a curse on they actually, everybody involved with the movie. They actually said uh, this year that, you know, th- it was a green book, worst, you know, worst best picture winner since Crash. And yeah. It's like, Did you guys not see the artists? <laughs> well, but even that, people are just going out of their way to trash this movie, yeah. Crash, constantly. Yep. And yeah, it. I think that's going to happen for green book. Yeah. And, and to a smaller degree, I think. I think crash. to a smaller degree, yeah, yeah. You're never going to be. Crash. Nothing's going to be like. I crash. think actually, uh, Jack Nicholson's reading of the card, I think, helped because <laughs> everybody can understand his confusion, yeah. even if they didn't watch the movie. Yep. They're just like, "Oh man, did you see how confused he was?" <laughs> crash, crash. <laughs> um, but yeah, like I also think that, and again, I actually, I'm going to take a moment. We had said this in a previous thing. Yeah, we talk a lot about movies that we haven't seen. Yeah. And I just feel like I need to elaborate that that's most of the point of the podcast. And like, even the name So Much Movies, the whole thing is, there's too many movies. They make so many movies every year. We can't watch them all. Nobody can watch all of them. We're trying to find a way to not have to watch the ones that are terrible we're trying to through feel, analyzing movies. We're trying to feel good about our choices. So that being said, I did not watch the Queen movie. Which Queen movie? The, but the band Queen. Oh, Bohemian Rhapsody. Bohemian Rhapsody. I thought you were talking about The Favorite. Oh. <laughs> it's like, I know you saw The I did favorite. watch The Favorite. It was great. Yeah, I didn't see Bohemian Rhapsody I didn't either. see Bohemian Rhapsody, and but I think... everyone said, "What? how did this win any awards? It's yeah. hot garbage. And I think people are going to have a similar backlash to Remy Malek winning yeah. that. Yep. Oh, totally. I'm sure he probably did a good job in like the the music parts. Yeah, I'm and sure people, he... People are suckers for that. I'm sure he very much acted. Yeah, I'm sure he, yep, he really did it. He really acted up a storm, <laughs> folks. Yeah. And, like... Gosh, I'm going to have to see this movie now, aren't I? <laughs> I'm not going <sighs> to. But, like, obviously, he's not going to, like, turn it down. No, you know? of course not. <laughs> like, and the people who make Green Book, they're not going to turn it down. They're going to make a bunch of money. Yeah. Because a bunch of people are going to go see it now. Yep, I'm sure it'll stay in theaters for another month and a bunch of people will see I'm it. I'm sure it Crash got a bunch of money from winning the Oscar, yeah. too. And I'm like sure you, they sold a bunch of DVDs. You know, you can put that on the poster for every movie you make until you die. Yep. Oscar winner. Yep. Uh, from the people who won an Oscar, whatever. But I just, I don't understand why this continually happens. Why the Oscars as a group don't get it? Um, it's baffling. Well, I think the most of the trick is that it's made up of the Academy, which is a bunch of voters, and which you can't. Not only can you not expect all of them to watch all the movies, especially now that you've expanded it to eight or whatever. Yeah. Or, oh yeah. yeah. They're not going to watch five movies, let alone ten. Yeah. So a lot of it, and a lot of it, I hate to say it, is, it's marketing. Oh yeah, and that's the whole trick with Harvey Weinstein in the early '90s, saying if I if I go up to specific Academy members and tell mm-hmm. them to vote this way, or mm-hmm. if I start taking out ads in in the trade magazines and mm-hmm. saying consider Pulp Fiction for best picture, or yeah. consider Shakespeare in Love for best picture, yep, then it's going to work well, because yeah, they'll they'll see. Oh, someone has advertising to me on this. I should maybe, you know, like they're reminding me of it. Yep. I should go see it. And it's one of the three movies they end up seeing, even yeah. with all the screeners they get. Well, it doesn't and you, matter. And you mentioned that that Lauren was hoping that if Beale Street could talk, would get nominated. I was reading a thing about how essentially part of why it didn't was because the studio that put it out mm-hmm. put their weight behind a different movie. And so that actually makes a lot of sense. So, like, if. That's how these decisions are really being made. Yeah. Is a studio looking at the movie. Because what? How many studios are there? Five, basically. Yeah. So, and like a lot of. 
the Academy Awards are more independent movies than you would think most yeah, of the time. Yeah, Even like the, sure. I remember there being one year where the Independent Spirit Awards ended up being almost the exact same awards. Yeah. But like, you know, if that's a lot of how these decisions are being made is major studio heads making a decision about which of their, you know, major award-worthy releases are going to get pushed yep. to voters. Yeah. I don't see how you can get that tied up in it. Like, I don't see how I'm supposed to really read that much in, like, actually look at it and say that that was legitimately the most popular choice. Or that that movie, that there's any legitimacy behind a movie winning an award in terms of quality of the movie. Right, exactly. Because that's not the basis that they're making these decisions on. Yes, exactly. So you pretty much nailed it. So (laughs) anyway, the day after the Academy Awards, I, as a, oh, what's the word I'm looking for? Fighting back against the concept of keeping up with the latest movies. Yep. I had the opportunity to watch Into the Spider-Verse, which I still am going to watch. That movie's cool. I heard it's great. But I had an opportunity to watch that. Uh, But instead, I watched a movie from like 1980 that won no awards. (laughs) A disaster movie. (laughs) It was great. What movie? Uh, I watched The China Syndrome. Oh. Starring Jane Fonda and Michael Douglas and Jack Lemmon. It's about the meltdown of a nuclear reactor. Sounds cool. And it came out like three weeks before the Three Mile Island disaster. Wow. Yeah. And they actually pulled it from studios because they didn't want to look like they were profiting off of a nuclear disaster. That's unbelievable. Well, they pulled it from some theaters i should say which i think that ties into what we're talking about in the sense that the movie going populace has no idea what the behind the scenes reasons are for any of this yeah none of it makes sense nope it's all nonsense it doesn't work to promote quality no in any way shape or form did you see the thing about how the academy awards started as a union busting tactic yes i did see that I don't remember all the details, because what, am I going to read a whole article? Get out of here. <laughs> like, I don't have time for that. What I'm saying... Do you know how many movies there are in the world? Yeah. All this stuff, movie reviewing, politics, it's all about finding someone who you trust and just taking their word for it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and and just trying your best, because you're lying to yourself if you think you can see all the movies and read all the news. Yeah. But anyway, uh, the whole thing was essentially, like, there were all these strikes happening. Yeah. And they're like... What's a award thing that we can do to like replace, you know, the Writers Guild Awards and the, you know, Directors, Directors Guild, Guild Awards? Because those things can go on strike. Yes. Against us as the studios and whatnot. Mm-hmm. So what's something that we can do to basically pick the people who are in this who are non-political? <laughs> yeah. So uh, we're so very did that. <laughs> so yeah. they did that, and here we are. Talking about it 80 years later or yeah. whatever. But it's still the biggest one. Yeah, it's still it is. a lot of history behind it. And yep. we still, I still want to watch all these Oscar movies. Yeah, that's the thing. It, it does a really... There's quite a few of these movies that I hadn't heard of until people were either saying that they are nominated or should have been nominated or, you know, the movie awards season and, like, the amount of stuff that gets written about it. It really does promote the industry. You've seen every winner back to 1960? Yeah, I've seen all of them since Ben-Hur in 1959. And I Except am, Green Book. There you go. I didn't, haven't seen it yet. And I, I have seen all of them in the 2000s except for Chicago. Yeah, oh yeah. Which yeah. I would like to watch. Yeah. So because yeah, it's like, an Oscar winner. That's yeah. the only reason. Yeah, so like when I was going through a lot of these movies, 
Um, and I kind of just needed something to do. That was a yeah. big part of it. Right. But like, yeah, I decided to try to see all of these. And I really found out that a lot of these movies don't hold up. A lot of them are movies <laughs> that people don't care about anymore. Yeah. There were some that I'm really glad that I watched them that people don't really talk about anymore, even though they're really good. Right. I remember you um, talking about Ordinary People. Yeah, that's kind of my go-to of like, I had literally never heard of it. And it was really good. Yeah. And I only saw it because it won the Oscar for Best Picture. Right. But there are so many. I seriously think at this point, you could go through probably every year of movies and put the Best Picture winner up against a movie that didn't get nominated for Best Picture. Mm -hmm. And I'd say more often than not, you could find one movie that didn't get nominated that was better than the winner. That still holds up more. Yeah. That more people care about. Yeah. Holds up better. Had more of an impact on like the artistic making of films in the future yeah it's just they don't have an awesome track record yeah ultimately the oscars is is more than anything else just a bellwether of what people felt at the time at the time the movie was nominated well and i think even when you're looking at movies that have a large impact on film it's probably not going to be a movie that won best picture that year because they're probably the best movies are going to be ahead of their time a little bit for sure and the voters is made up of people who, I mean, you could kind of say that the voters is made of people who used to be good at making movies. Yeah, totally. Like so people, anything that's a throwback is going to get awarded. Yeah, people whose like big new ideas yep. already happened. Yeah, for sure. So, and not that people can't still make good movies, but like, of course, I I just think it's not the system isn't set up to find the most groundbreaking stuff. Right. It's not really set up to be. To come up with good political stuff because it's all rich people. Yeah, that's kind of what the film festivals are for a little bit. Yeah, well, in like I don't TIFF know, and Con and some and of I those. don't know as much about how those work, but like I'm sure if you would look at their track record, it's probably better. Yeah, absolutely. We should really go through some of those sometime and yeah. see and just compare. I think that would be good. Yeah, pick a pick a couple of years and just like compare the winners for things versus. Yep winners of other awards that'd be cool i think i would enjoy that yeah and a lot of it you know it's not going to be a one-to-one comparison because so many movie studios save the interesting stuff for like november december and yeah, don't bring true. it to con or something yeah, like that yeah or to yeah the timeline is all different but that's okay because yeah. it, it'll give you more interesting mm-hmm. picks mm-hmm. so have we learned any lessons from this uh no i think we're as cynical as ever are i don't are I, we okay with that i, uh, I am uh, i'm trying to decide if i want to keep my streak going of seeing all the winners you should see green book i might as well just to i mean it's not here's the thing it's not an insultingly bad movie yeah i'm not gonna like just a it's just an out of touch movie that's that's probably the thing that that's why it's getting such a big reaction is that it is just out of touch well and that's we they did literally make a movie like this 20 years ago yeah Yeah. 30 years ago yeah driving miss daisy was 30 years ago yep (laughs) and they essentially just remade it it's it's basically a white guy learns to not be racist yeah which from making one black friend yeah not even friend co-worker and they kind of become friends at the end of the movie spoiler nice ah damn ah yeah i know now i don't even need to see it i know how it ends (laughs) they become friends but the journey is the important part but i just think that's such an interesting way to and I get why people would be upset because there's no other game in town, really. Right. But, like, it's been out of touch for decades. Yeah. Like, it's never not been out of touch. Even Driving Miss Daisy was also... Yeah, at one point, was like, what do the you heck? just give up? 
yeah. on the award. Right. And just say, it's bad. Why can't we just conclude it's bad? Well, and just and not do it. Maybe the other half of that is that some people think it can be saved from the inside. Yeah. That's where, like... Yeah, I'm not going to critique them for trying. That's where, like, Oscar So White came from. And then that yeah. led to a bigger voting base. And that led to a movie like Moonlight winning. Which yeah. we can say is actually well ahead of what the Oscars actually has done in yeah. the past. In terms yeah. of actually being in step with what is should be talked about at the time. Yeah, not being very obviously out of touch. Yeah, you know? exactly. So, yeah, maybe, I don't know, maybe you can change it's it. It's possible, but then also Green Book won this year. So, can't say... <laughs> Can't say for sure. <laughs> Who can know? Uh, yeah, I don't know. Um, I think all of... Yeah, that's the thing. I am very cynical, and all of my solutions for these kinds of things are things that aren't going to be implemented. Yeah. It's just not going to... You know, I'm just like, oh, let's just like get money out of the, movie making. The like, ten that's years, not going to happen. The 10 years later Oscars. Yeah. The, uh, we're not, well, the whole problem is the studio system. Right. So it's like that's not going it's, away. It's money, and ultimately <laughs> yeah, the, the fact is money. The fact that you are trying to say we made the right choice by consuming the right media, yeah, <laughs> is not uh, consumption is not activism. Yeah, and so arguing that this movie that is behind the times won is not proving anything to anyone really. It's almost just showing, like, hey, I have the right ideas. Which, yeah. And and ultimately, film criticism isn't necessarily about that. It's about the art form itself. Yeah. And it's a, that's a weird line. I understand that I'm almost, like, arguing that one is the same, not is the same as the other, even though they're different, or one is, you know. But ultimately, you can consume crappy movies as well as good movies and as long as that teaches you more about how the art form should be Mm -hmm. you didn't waste your time or about life in general yeah totally or about other people's experiences yeah even watching green book and saying oh well that gives me a perspective on the people who made it yeah and maybe not the the right way to not do things yeah (laughs) you know i mean like some people probably understand now and some people are 30 years behind other people, obviously. Mm-hmm. That, hey, just making one black friend and sort of like yeah. me having to go through this journey shouldn't be on on people. Like, me not being racist shouldn't be on other races to help me yeah. figure out. Yep. I need to do that on my own if that's my problem. Yeah. And this is exploitative to people who are going through these issues yeah well and i think i've learned things just from seeing how people like talk about it like on twitter absolutely or yeah so like i just think maybe the the best way to go about it for us as consumers for sure is to enjoy movies for what they are regardless of whether or not they made money or won any awards yeah and just like if maybe look at who makes these movies yeah and and look at what the forces behind the creation of the movie are. Yeah. And try to enjoy it on that basis. Be a conscious consumer, essentially. Yeah. And trying to, I don't know, like people even were talking about how, um, like if you look at the people up on the stage for Green Book. Yeah. And that was a pretty white group of people apart yeah. from the actors. Yep. And it's like, 
I'm not going to, like, say who's allowed to make movies about certain things. But just, like, yeah, maybe look at who makes the movies that you learn about race relations from. (laughs) Yeah. And if it happens to be all white people, maybe don't do that. Maybe take that (laughs) with an enormous grain of salt. Maybe watch some more movies. Yeah. Maybe track down some movies by uh, black screenwriters and black directors. Yeah. And you will probably learn something more. Yeah. And if, like, you're having a hard time finding out about movies then like from that are in that situation yeah then yeah maybe like let me put it this way the oscars over the years would not have been a good place to learn about those kinds of movies for sure me watching all the best picture winners didn't help me with that <laughs> you know right uh, it didn't work nope so like it, it gave me so, pretty solidly one type of perspective the only pre- in the, that's on the perspective issue. of what did oscar voters vote for yeah that's it and I, I should say, as a side note, uh, like five of the last seven years have had winners that were made by uh, Mexican directors. Yeah, that's a weird coincidence, or not coincidence, but just interesting. So thing that's that's <laughs> <laughs> does that throw a wrench in any of this? I have at no all? idea, but like pretty cool though. And also, I'll add. I don't know if we're getting into this or whatever. Um, I will also add. You know, we're uh, both white yeah (laughs) we're brothers uh we're gonna have we have pretty close to the perspective of one person (laughs) yeah we're not there's not a lot of flex here (laughs) so you know there's lots of other podcasts about movies that you could check out one person i've been following on twitter his name is leslie lee the third okay i've been enjoying his tweets about these kinds of things nice he's black he has a podcast called struggle sessions and he's tweeted a lot about this situation yeah you know so, I don't know, that's just one that I've been... I thought his tweets have been interesting. So, mm-hmm. if you want to learn about it from n- not me... From not our perspective. <laughs> yeah. But uh, we're glad that you listened. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we're trying. You're, we're, we're trying real hard here. We're, we're working our way through it. Yep. Yeah. <laughs>